Welcome back to episode three of Still Tipping Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Braden. That's at Brazy underscore on Twitter. And I'm Chris, your other co-host, at that big guy Chris on Twitter. I'm Jose. You can find me on Twitter at Jose4es underscore G. Oh, I'm Jose. Jeez, that was really Jose. <laughs> we have to work on that one, Jose. I know. You're, gonna put, you're gonna put that. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put our. I'm gonna start putting our uh, names and then our Twitter handles in the show notes so that people can see that. Because yeah, that'd be, they ain't fucking figuring that out, Jose. I'm sorry. Yeah, I definitely haven't got any followers from this. That's for sure. Uh, that's a big old sheesh. Yep. All right. <laughs> Let's let's dive into this week's action, as I would like to say. Uh, the Astros Don't do that again. Okay. Well. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, the Astros swept the Rangers. Uh, well, I did not watch that first game. Did you guys? I was actually out I celebrating. Watched, stuff. I watched the entirety of Game One. Okay. The entirety of Game Two, and then I missed Game Three completely because sundays but um yeah i mean i missed all of game one i got all of game two though and then i've watched like the last four innings of game three (laughs) but at least from what i took away from this this series is that i really don't think anybody's stopping us personally especially after what i saw against you know the white Sox and the um indians just throughout this season you know because they went what six of seven against the indians and five of seven against the white Sox, and then what five of seven against the red Sox. the only team that seems to that's good that that's actually above 500 that seems to actually get to us is the yankees which is interesting considering they suck against everyone else (laughs) but i will uh rebut your previous comment when you said we are going to i guess roll over everybody i think these two series say that yeah we can win without hitting the doors off the other team Mm -hmm. but there's still some real concerns um primarily with uh your don even though he had some some good moments in this homestand um but correa going for a two of his last 44 is putting a pretty big hamper on the offense especially when you don't have bregman diaz to kind of you know pick up the rest of the slack so he's gonna have to get right and then bregman's gonna have to come back and uh be what he should be which is you know that 40 home run 100 rbi guy um so the offense is struggling but the pitching did great bullpen had 10 and a third of one run ball which the only run was presley's um or sorry abanez's home run off presley in the ninth inning during game two so yeah i wanted to talk about pitching all around the last time presley gave up a home run that was a nightmare that was the Tatis home run with the Taylor Jones error, basically. Yeah, I get flashbacks from that one. Yeah, that's some Vietnam flashbacks right there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I'll agree with you. There is some scary thoughts when it comes to, you know, what Correa has been doing. Jordan has been struggling. I mean, he's hit a couple bombs recently, but he was really in a slump for sure before at least this series. Um. I don't know about you, but I've said this a couple times in the last couple episodes is that I'm not really, I'm still really not scared of anybody. Like yeah. I'm really not, it's it, even the Dodgers at this point. Cause it just seems like, you know, they're really hurt right now. Cause Mookie's out right now on the IL um, just went on the IL. I think today um, 
I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem they're not. It doesn't seem like they're clicking as it at like at all. And I don't even feel like we're clicking at all, and we're still rolling over teams for the most part. So yeah, um, you know, we're I think we're thirteen and seven so far in July, which after the win streak when we were you know better than the nineteen twenty seven Yankees um, in the span of the whole month of June, um, we've been kind of supplementing terrible hitting with great pitching and it kind of rung a little bit more true in this series um maybe uh, sands game one where we had seven runs and you know it was a pretty explosive game offensively but um yeah this series showed that um even with a sort of anemic offense or what seems like an anemic offense at times um can be supplemented by great pitching so if the Astros can continue to do that, we'll be in good shape. Um, and as you were pointing out with the Dodgers, it's going to be a game of attrition. So a lot of these um, playoff series are going to dwell down to who's injured, who's not. Um, baseball less so than other sports, but um, it does play a factor for sure. I mean, and I know it's a sensitive, somber topic, but they probably don't have Trevor Bauer anymore. So Yeah, right. Uh I'm not definitely. Yeah, we've not. got it. We've got it. We've got a series with them coming up here, which is going to be interesting. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But I, I just, I just not really. I'm not really that scared of anybody currently. So we'll just have to see how this, uh, how the season just plays out. You know, what trades get made, who goes where. I saw that the Dodgers were really deep into talking about Scherzer, which I'm kind of nervous about. I, I really want <laughs> him. Yeah, I don't want to talk about. I mean, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to that's... talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, um, that's yeah, gonna we'll, be crazy. we'll delve into that one, but that's a, that's a that's, scenario that I would like to avoid. That's, that's definitely something I'd like to avoid. I mean, but here's something I wanted to talk about. Kyle Tucker has been tearing the cover off the ball, and I fucking love it. Yep. That's my dude. What do you have, three home runs we, in three games? You and I, Braden, were talking about Tucker last episode and how um, it's like seeing what – he was supposed to become which was like i think i gave a brief synopsis but that 25 home run 75 rbi guy um yeah you know, shout fifth, out to jeff sixth, whole, yeah shout out jeff um he has just been so freaking good lately it's really really great to see him and straw both have been our most consistent hitters the past 40 days or so um and or 40 games i should say i know straw so, has been good but i still am not convinced i know he's i know i i mean he's a really good player and he's just i just think we need a replacement like i i, I know they've been looking at starling Marte and some other guys but i just i'm not still i'm not convinced on him he just doesn't have the power he just doesn't have that electricity you know he's just not a starting center fielder in major league baseball in my opinion but i love him to death and he's a really great bench bat in my opinion you know, just plug him in late in games if we're killing somebody, you know, give him a start whenever someone's taking a rest day. Like, I just don't really think he's an everyday center fielder. And I'm sure some people disagree with me, but... Yeah, I mean, I think I think with, with regards to the outfield as a whole, Straw maybe isn't going to be a part of your maybe five-year plan, but he's not going to be as elite arm-wise as, you know, Joey Gallo, uh, Aaron Judge, even... Kyle Tucker at times he's gotten really good at that mm -hmm. but he's still doing really well as far as a fielding perspective um I know that he's maybe not the most statistically high up there um especially in center field but 
I think he's coming into his role really well and he's showing very consistent um, plate discipline. And it, it's not just been in this recent stretch. It's been the whole year. He's been probably the best player on our team when it comes to chasing outside the zone, when it comes to picking his pitches. Um, so I think, I think he might be a part of the next couple of years with this team, depending on what they do with the outfield. But um, with regards to Tucker, I think he's our guy for at least the next five years. We'll see what happens, but he's showing recently why we put so much stock into him. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's just in my opinion from where I'm sitting, if we want to win a world series, we need someone better in center field than miles straw, at least this year. If we were, if, if Mr. Jimmy click is all like he said, all in for this year, I think we just need someone a little bit better. And that's just right. my opinion. And mm-hmm. I know that we need to focus on relief pitching and pitching in general, but mm-hmm. if we could get someone like, I mean, I know they were after Starling Marte. That would be huge. He's having a great season. He's got that pop. He's got that speed. He's got that arm. Just think it'd be a better situation. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Miles Straw. You know, if somehow the Astros go into rebuilding mode the next couple of years, whatever. But if we're win now, win World Series right now, I think we need someone a little bit better. Definitely agree. No, I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Um, you know, a, a team to win the World Series, you need no holes whatsoever. You need to have every every position at least average or above average. Um, which Straw is reaching that echelon. He's actually above average in um, a couple of statistical categories with respect to you know outfielding. Um, so. And we'll, I say we'll, that. We'll see what happens. But answer me this question: What do you think? Once we reach the postseason, he will be that caliber player over that short span of time, just under that amount of pressure. Just answer me that. I'm going to say that playoff situations make great players. So mm-hmm. if he is still where he's at, and he is put in that position then it's up to him to do well. And if he does well, he'll make a name for himself and hey, if maybe he, if, stick in this lineup. Yeah, if the Astros don't go for anybody and he stays in center field the entire way and he just shows that he's playing as well as he is right now all the way through the playoffs, all the way through however far they make it, World Series, whatever, I'll eat, I'll eat the fuck out of my words. But <laughs> right now, I still just think we need someone better. Yeah. And to be fair, um, our relief pitching has actually been – quite nice with yeah, of course not, you know joe smith being the exception. yeah we're we're our bullpen did very well against the 30th or the last rate place <laughs> american league offense in the past or the month of july you know hey. that was a that was a bobbled statement but you get what i mean the rangers I mean, suck ass. yeah i mean the white sox the, oh. the indians aren't much better i mean we we yeah, did drop two or three to the white sox though um hey. no but the the bullpen is something i wanted to talk about because besides Presley giving that uh, home run off of Abanez, they pitched very well this series. Um, you know, I think it's good to see in a three-game span, only giving up one run is pretty good, especially when Odo had a, a struggling performance um, in game one. I wouldn't uh, really call it struggling. It was just, what, three earned runs? Labored. I, mean, I would definitely call it labored. I mean, he, yeah. he, he labored through that start, only did, what, four and a third. So I think to have guys like Belak go two and a third with no runs was a godsend. 
you know, as much as we shit on Belak, he had a really great performance and he I, came I out mean, with a win, actually. I've always Joe Smith is the only damper on this bullpen right now. Yeah, Joe Smith he is experiment just is over terrible. He's, 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 he's had every opportunity. He's the worst. I mean, he's he's I think he's had his turn in baseball. He has what eight hundred whatever games or something he's pitched in. It's well just said. time for him. It's just well time said. for him to just bow out. I just think the Astros need to DFA him or something, make some room for somebody else and Trying to take feel, him out to the past. I, I would feel morbidly terrible about that decision because he is such a great guy. And oh, like, yeah, the, but there's it doesn't matter if you're a great guy. He was guy or elite not. not too long ago for us. You know, he was actually a high leverage, um, you would call a uh, reliever. Um, yeah, but he, he took that whole season to, off to last throw season. off the offense when with that his release yeah. and all that. But yeah, I mean, it, I think the Joe Smith era is going to come to a close pretty quickly here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's either the DFA him or he parts ways with them or I don't know what they're going to do, but I know it's going to suck any either way. Cause obviously, you know, there's, I, I don't have any hate towards Joe Smith. You know, he's no, like you said, he's all. been good in the past. Mm-hmm. He did opt out of last season. I think that kind of killed his momentum in my opinion. You know, he had a really good 2019. I mean, not really good. He just, he, he was serviceable in 2019 and he kind of, it feels like he lost all of his momentum and, by taking that season off in 2020, which is, there's no problem with that. Multiple people took 2020 off. I mean, and it seemed like it helped a couple people and it hurt a couple people. You know, you're looking at people right. like, like guys right. like Buster Posey, who's tearing the cover off the ball after taking last year off. And then it's the opposite end of the spectrum for Joe Smith. But, you know, we'll just have to see what they're, what they're going to go for. Cause obviously they're going to try to go for some arms at the, at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just really depends on who they get, how many guys they get and, you know, how Mr. Click and, dusty figure out this roster for you know the the playoff push yeah for sure um if we want to move on to starting pitching um during this ranger series um as we discussed odo had um you know four and two thirds he gave up you know 300 runs which isn't terrible um definitely had to leave some meat on the bone for the bullpen to take care of mm-hmm. um fromber in game two we need to talk oh about that gosh. pitching matchup from game two because yeah, I do want to talk about that. Kyle Gibson combined for 14 walks in each of them pitched six innings. So in the first six innings of this game, 14 combined walks that, that dwarfs the Yankees uh, uh, game three of that Yankee series where the Astros gave up 14 walks the whole game. I mean, that's I crazy. That's crazy. And Framberg carried a no, no into the seventh, basically. He did. I mean, which was, crazy that's why, that, that's why a no-no these days isn't as special because you can still give up a no-no or have a no-no with six walks but yeah, yeah. i mean you know, it's not it still it's, counts <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean i don't even remember the last time i saw a perfect game that's a little bit better but she's like I, who gave up the who gave up it was stanic right yeah he mr yeah. maga man gave it up but um <laughs> <laughs> i need to see receipts on this i didn't know that uh that's what I, i've seen that on twitter like people call him maga oh. man i've seen you know i remember when, <laughs> whenever we signed him i saw that tweet where he like he like he like retweeted something about how um joe kelly got punished but the astros didn't then he unretweeted it when he got signed by oof. the astros oof <laughs> i mean i don't hate stanick i got no problem he's, he's no been, he's no, just been he's... very he's been kind of inconsistent this year he's got an yeah. inflated era for sure but so my dad um, likened him to Hector Rondon, if that'll ring a bell. Yep. Um, high high velo guy um, can either 
you know, kill you with his speed or just let you round the bases as you please with his command or lack thereof. Um, same thing with Rondon. It was our de facto closer for a while. Yeah. I remember, um, him. I remember him for sure. God, his, his meltdown was, was, was interesting. He, if if he was on, he was on. If he wasn't, it was terrible. It was just, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Stanek. I mean, he had, he gave up the only hit, but he still had three strikeouts in his uh, inning of relief. So he still has the ability to go out there and just, you know, shove it up guys. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely a pound the zone or get pounded kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. That was a little little sus. We're going to, yeah, I started, I started it off with the shove it uh, metaphor. So we'll, we'll just move on from Stanek on that, on that note. (laughs) <laughs> shove it up guys <laughs> wait what oh man this yeah. is definitely not a kids podcast it's not pg at no, all not that a kids is, podcast incredible that, that whole game i was just frustrated the entire time especially that first inning when they left the bases loaded after he had walked what like three four guys like yeah we did we still didn't didn't he, wa- he walked he walked a run in and then we didn't get another yeah. one like yeah, I, was, I mean, we're just lucky that we won that game because it, it it could have easily gone the other way at any moment. I mean, Framber, what six walks? I mean, he he seemed like he was he kind of recovered a little bit after the first couple of innings, and he was looking good. But like, mm-hmm. to be honest, if that was any other team than the Rangers, we would not have won that game. I guarantee you, we would not have won that game at all. Yeah, if it was any yeah. other team. And, was, and I'm talking was, like I'm yeah. talking like if Kyle Gibson was on any other team than the Rangers too. I'm talking if we were, if he had that many walks and he was on the Dodgers or the Yankees or even shit, even like the Pirates or something. I just don't think we would have won that game. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, kind of a weird game overall. You know, basically from the first pitch. I mean, I think out of the first, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 pitches, Gibson only threw like three strikes. I mean, it was his command yeah. out of the gate was was abysmal. It was terrible. It was ter- and what pissed and, me off the most is Yuli swinging first pitch after he had walked <laughs> like all the people in front of him. And I mean, so you can look at it two ways: either we didn't get a hit that first uh, inning, or we couldn't hit anything because he wasn't pitching anything like that we could hit. It was just nothing. The command was all over the place. We couldn't see where the hell he was going to place the ball. So. I don't blame the Astros necessarily for not um, capitalizing because it was just, he was throwing some unhittable stuff, you know, with, was, which was not on purpose. He was just not having it um, in that game um, to where we can square anything up. So I'm not going to blame them, but it was just a weird game by all accounts. No, I agree. And what TK and Blumer were talking about during the broadcast was like, you know, the Rangers are shopping him. You know, he's got right. a lot of value. I think they've got him under control for another year after this year, which is Correct. tremendous yeah. value for a elite starting pitcher when it comes to the trade deadline, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're the – I don't know who the GM of the Rangers is because obviously I don't keep up with them and I don't care about <laughs> them. But he's probably calling teams and he's like, I promise this is not what he – you know, it's not what he looks like. This is not him. This is not him. That was that was probably like, his last game with them. Who knows? Oh, yeah, 100%. We'll and, and, and I don't know if he doesn't want to leave the Rangers and maybe he pitched badly on purpose. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't want to leave the Rangers, but 
it just seems like he just did not look like himself because he has eaten us alive. He has eaten us alive the last couple of years. He has been disgusting. In like what? He's an Astros killer. Previous starts, he only gave up four runs. Yeah, four earned runs, something like that. He's pitching like a one eighty something against us, or maybe even no, it was lower than that. It was under two. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, even this season. Even the season, I, they apparently the Tigers raised his ERA a whole point in those last two games he pitched against them. Oh, like wow. he's just ever since the All Star well, break, he has not looked good. We we all know the Tigers are Astro killers because of Mister uh, AJ Hinch over there. Yeah, but like I wonder if AJ Hinch figured out Kyle Gibson or something because apparently <laughs> apparently they he gave up like ten runs to them in two games or something he's, like that. His ERA. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, his ERA went up from, from like 1.8 to like 2.8 in those Tigers starts. Exactly. Was I was going to say, like, AJ's over there in the dugout saying his hair moved a centimeter. He's he's throwing a curveball or some shit, you know? Just just find some crazy way that he's actually tipping his pitches and they just got a- to him, you know? AJ Hinch is <laughs> a baseball guru. I have never he's, – he's – besides, you know, the Grinky situation in Game 7, 2019, I've Let's never – Let's not go there. Let's not. Yeah, we're not, we, we always say we're not going to go there. We're never going there. But no. the it's just I've never seen him make a – just an astronomically terrible decision or a bad decision just in general. And ever since I've seen him manage at the big league level and what he's doing with the Tigers is unbelievable. Yeah. They have the best, they have one of the best records in baseball since I can't remember what the The date was, but yeah, since the all-star break, but even before that, I think they were doing well. They were on a torrid win streak. I mean, it was, it was incredible. Um, I think they were, they they have been the hottest team in baseball since the all-star break. That's, that's, that's fair to say. Which is crazy considering, <laughs> I mean, well, I, mean I don't want to read them. They, read they, they had amazing pitching starters and bullpen. I mean, they were, they were killing us. So yeah, they've got some good pitching and I don't even think they're going to be sellers. There's nothing that they can sell right now. Like in no. my opinion that they, that yeah. like, it's, they don't have, it's, it's all young guys. They don't have any like star player. They can get ready to get, get prospects there. It's just like a complete rebuild going they, on over there. And they, it's like, working yeah, out. I was going to say they're clearly in the meat of the, of the stage of rebuilding i mean they're they're gonna get as much assets as possible which means they aren't gonna be sellers or no, at least which big is, time sellers they're i mean they've got some really great young pitching i mean mm-hmm. it's interesting what their lineup has been able to do like i if i if i went off and read their roster i mean like there's just nobody on there that's gonna stand out you know what i mean just like name wise you know akil badu and oh no fuck mickey no. cabrera when he's in the lineup but well, yeah, I mean, this is one of Miggy's last seasons. He's, I think, he's just trying to get to three thousand hits and then calling it. But I, I don't know. Or is he already at three thousand hits? I, I don't uh, think so. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but moving on from AJ Hinch and the he's at twenty nine thirty three. Yeah, so he's, he's probably there. he's just probably going to get his three thousand and then hang it up because that's personally. If I had a Hall of Fame career like he did, that's probably what I do. Too. You need that. You need that one last pin on your. Uh, yeah, I mean, and he thing. could probably get it in the next couple seasons. I don't know how long his contract is. Like I don't keep up with the Tigers, but I don't know how where when his contract ends or anything like that. So mm-hmm. we'll just have to see. But he's near in the end. But I mean, the Tigers. I give them five years, and I think they'll be in the playoffs. I don't. I don't think. They're going to be World Series contenders anytime soon. 
No. Um, it's just it's Detroit, man. You know, it'll be it'll be a far gone prediction, like what happened with the Astros when that Chronicle article or no Sports Illustrated. It was Sports Illustrated, yeah, with yeah, the Sports Rainbow Illustrated jerseys. cover with, yeah. with Springer. Yeah. You know, it was published in fourteen, saying they were going to be twenty seventeen champions, and look what happened. So yeah, but the thing is, like, when they predicted that the Astros had a lot. I mean, they had Correa coming up. They had Springer and was very young. Altuve was really young. You know, Keiko was breaking out like it just see you know they had a lot of things that were that looked like they were about to click i don't see that for the tigers just yet i don't see anybody i'm super i mean there's a you know they've got some prospects riley green whatever guys like that that are looking pretty good that might spencer torkelson will be up in the next couple years too one of their the guys they drafted first overall last year so i i'd said i give them five years and they'll be a playoff team but i don't know about world series yeah we'll, we'll just have to see i mean I think rebuilds in baseball take a little bit longer to, you know, kind of go through. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. Do we want to go over the Indian series at all? I mean, pretty standard. I, you know, Class A was throwing Chad again. Yeah. Um, dropped him from my fantasy team because he sucked, shouldn't have. <laughs> uh he's looking good again you know i mean the indians the indians have some really good young arms that just need some more development in my opinion and you know do you see they might be sellers with jose ramirez probably not this like not before. Uh, that's hard to see yeah no but not before this trade deadline but i was seeing a lot of stuff about the off season possibly him mm-hmm. getting moved um I, I mean about i think it's i think it's that time right i mean they they they've who do they have left that's going to help them contend, right? This is that they're going into, I feel like they're about to go into full rebuild mode. I don't even think their I farm will. system is that great at this point. Like they're going to have to really, it looks like they're going to have to tank before they can get better. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, ever since they blew that three, one lead to the Cubs in 2016, it just hasn't, you know, they've been good and it's just like, they can't reach that plateau again. And they've been sellers ever since the last couple of years, at least. Yeah, they have nobody to build off of except Jose Ramirez. I mean, and, Bobby Bradley. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, Bradley's I mean, the only Zimmer. one, right? Yeah, Bradley's uh, Ernie Clement. I mean, come on, they, <laughs> yeah, they're they have a, they're, they have a long way to go. Yeah, I but definitely think they've got a long way. Your well. your 2025 World Series champions, the Cleveland Guardians. Okay, if I mean, that sound cool. if that happens, I will buy you so many drinks <laughs> so i will i will buy you <laughs> well as many drinks i guess as you i want. guess we'll make that prediction official but that's mainly to christen their uh their new name as of 2022 yeah i just don't think 2025 is realistic maybe i'll give you i'll say 2027 that's okay, my prediction I keep forgetting that 2025 is actually not that far away <laughs> that's four that's <laughs> four years buddy that's four when years. i said that i was thinking of like past tense 2015 you know 10 years from now but yeah, shit. Yeah, well, it's definitely I'm going with it. I'm going anymore. with it. Let's do it. Let's 2025. Do it. Yeah. It's all right. Me. Let's move into this road trip well, this coming up. would exist then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, we'll probably all have implants will in we our still heads be telling us what will, to do. Will we be alive? <laughs> I might not be. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I got to knock on wood after that. I really don't want to die. Knock on wood. <laughs> we don't want you to die either, buddy. Don't worry. I know. I know. All right. 
I was okay, saying, let's move it on. Yeah, let's move into that road trip, huh? What about that, guys? How's that sound? So, yeah, it's going to be. I am. This is. I'm, I don't true know about test. you guys. But I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm interested Same. to see very how excited. we do against this against this Mariners team. Yeah. They are only like they're only a game and a half behind the A's, who are how many? They're five and a half behind us now. Yeah, no, so, they're six and a half. Six and a half. Oh, right? okay. Oh, no, so, no, I'm sorry. Okay. A's are yeah. I thought you were talking about the Mariners. But A's are five and or five games back or five and a half. Five and a half. Okay, so Mariners are. <laughs> game and a half behind them they are looking really good and yeah i mean they've got some really great young players kyle lewis i think is still out if i'm correct that's tough which you are correct which is interesting considering how good they've been playing and i mean they've got a couple i mean logan gilbert i was watching that game yesterday he had some nasty stuff mitch hanniger's on fire um you know, JP Crawford has been looking good. He mm-hmm. stole that gold glove, glove last year. Fuck him. <laughs> um, Just because Korea didn't win, we're like, fuck you, JP Crawford. Yeah, yeah literally, fucking bitch. <laughs> great guy. Uh, you know, they have a ton of great young, like yeah, pitching talent right now. I I wouldn't even say pitching talent. I just say talent in general because you know Jared Kelenic. You know, I don't think Julio Rodriguez is going to get called up this year, but he's really great too. Uh I'm I'm going back to what I said earlier. I'm not scared of anybody. I'm not scared of them. <laughs> I, hey guys, I, I'm worried about that Mariners team. And then five minutes later, I ain't scared of nobody. <laughs> hey, I didn't say I was worried about them. I just was telling you what that how far back they were in yeah. the standings. Yeah. And this I just don't think their pitching. Series. I don't think their pitching is that good. No, no. You're, it's no. If they've yeah. got, you know, Kendall Graveman, that Paul Seawald guy, or Seawald, I don't know how he even says his name. He's been doing really well, too, like in their bullpen. You know, those two guys. And, you know, Logan Gilbert's great. Martin Gonzalez is dog. Um, Chris Flexen has been really well, really good as well. Uh, I listen to a fantasy baseball podcast, and they're always talking about him as a sleeper starter for their – I don't really see it, but – I I don't know. I'm just I'm kind of indifferent on them. I I'm I've been indifferent on the A's too all season. So they're kind of I feel like the Mariners and the A's are on pretty much the same level, in my opinion. So I think, I think the A's pitching is really the differentiator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Those two, those two I agree. clubs. I mean, it's it's kind of looking like the 2018 season where for a while it was kind of a maybe not a three team um, you know st- like track to the finish, but uh, having the A's and the Mariners pretty close together behind the Astros, um, it's making it a pretty tight race. Um, you know, we're not we we haven't clinched anything yet. Anything can happen. Um, obviously, our record with the Mariners kind of speaks for itself a little bit, but we'll see. I mean, they're they're not someone that you can just kind of sleep on. You know, no, I agree. But I mean, we've never really had – we haven't had trouble with them in the past few years for sure. Didn't we win like 18 out of 19 against them in 2019 Yeah, or we something? swept them at home or something like that. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was something it was, crazy. Yeah, I think in but, 19 we we were – I think we were undefeated against them in 19, no? No, I think we lost one. I think it was, oh, we lost I think we one. Lost one yeah. but, we were undefeated at home at least. Yeah, something like that. But, I mean, it's definitely a different team than that team for sure. They've got a lot of young guys. I think – they can can they they'll be contending for the division in the next couple of years. I don't think it's this year. I think they're going to slip up. 
And I think it starts with this, this series right here. I think the Astros definitely kind of shake them up a little bit and yeah. they, they might, they might start to slip because that's usually, I've seen, I've seen that happen a few times with them at least because they started off super strong in 19 as well. And they Astros just demolished them and they sucked. yeah didn't, didn't, didn't they win the first 12 games of the season or something? Yeah, they 19? were, they, they were really good in 19 for the first like month and a half. And then they, they got to the Astros. And then after <laughs> that, it was just, they just yeah. collapsed. And yeah. I just, I just think it's kind of the same. I, I think it's going to be kind of the same situation. And it looks like they're trying to make some moves. I saw that they were after Whit Merrifield, which is interesting. I'm not sure who they're going to get. Very interesting. That. Um, um yeah but we can get into that later because we got a little well we we'll, we'll got a little segment about the trade deadline and whatnot so we can talk about that but i'm just not sure if this can keep if they can keep this up at least especially when they hit us and i don't know who else they, i don't know what their schedule is looking like for the rest of the year but if it's anything like ours you know you still they might still have to play you know like the giants and the Dodgers and the Padres and, and whatnot. So we'll just have to we'll just have to keep an eye on them. For sure. So do you guys want to take a break? Yeah, let's let's take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. And we're back. We had to grab a quick drink, pay some bills, but we're back. So before we were talking about the Mariners and how they are the team to sleep on, but also the team not to sleep on. And now, this road trip coming up, we're also going to be facing a couple of NL West foes, you should say. I say foes questionably, um, because San Francisco is not really a foe, but right now they're the best team in baseball, um, record-wise. So how do we feel about the series um, in regards to their pitching, their offense? What do we think? Well... In my opinion, it's it's just crazy to me what they've been able to do with the guys that they've got. Brandon Crawford is is like somehow twenty three years old again. Um, they have the most homers in baseball, which makes absolutely zero sense because, like I said before, Brandon Crawford didn't even hit home runs when he was twenty three, and apparently he does now when he's what thirty five. So <laughs> it's definitely confusing. I don't know what Gabe Kapler's got going on in that dugout or in that clubhouse saying that there's some there are some things going on i'm not saying that i'm just saying that i I think he drank some of michael's special stuff or something but (laughs) i i i don't know what do you what do you think about all this because i just haven't seen anything like this since i've been a baseball fan just in general like a team just going from worst to first like this with no indication they were going to you know it's not like they had a re they were rebuilding or anything like that it's just like you know guys like kevin gosman and you know who's that other pitcher they got that's been i mean alex wood he's alex been really wood. Yeah, yeah alex wood has been really good and I, I just don't know it's just like the whole team just got revitalized in a year which is just crazy to me i think the giants are doing a lot with not a lot of talent it's apparent to me that they're they have a combination of a couple of things going for them. As you said, they have the most home runs in the league, which is not a stretch in today's game where, you know, I think in 2019 we had like five teams break the home run record. So, yeah. you know, it happens. Um, you know, I think it's not necessarily the easiest park to hit home runs in either. So I don't know. There's a, there's 
there's some weird stuff going on as far as like the baseball gods, like I guess putting this team on a pedestal. I don't fucking know, but they're combining a pretty stout offense with pitching. Um, you know, as I said, I don't really follow the Giants that much, but it seems like this year they're a team to pay attention to. Um, and whether they fizzle out in the second half, it'll be uh, revealed, you know. But we have, what, three games against them, same as the Mariners? Um, I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, I guess we'll just have to see. I mean, I'm, when I think of the Giants in recent memory, as far as the Astros go, I think of uh, the Tyler White game. And you both know what I'm talking about, where oh, – yeah. uh, I think we were behind and Tyler White Never did like forget. a three-run bomb or something. Uh, it was a 1-0 game, and then we won 3-1 or something like that. Um, and that was kind of the start of Tyler White's, you know, rise to fame, um, at least for a month. But, before yeah. Before we traded him to the Dodgers. <laughs> before we traded him to the Dodgers. Um, so, I, I, I really don't have any idea what's going to happen in that series. Um, you know, it's statistically the best team in baseball as far as record goes. Um but we'll see. But Mariner series probably most important out of that three because it's you know divisional play. But after that Giants series, we go back to LA, and I'm not talking about Anaheim. Oof. For the first um, time since the scandal yeah. was unearthed, there will be fans in the stands at Dodger Stadium with the Astros in the building. That so. is going to be a shit show if you are an astros fan i would not advise you <laughs> to go to that stadium that weekend please please don't you will get your ass beat like i i would not advise you i mean if you do more power to you whole i mean like you are you've got the biggest fucking set of cojones on planet and, earth and it's not even saying you can't fight it's there's a million of them. We're from Houston. We you. can do some stuff. Yeah, it's not there's even a million. Not, yeah, there's a million of them, and there's one of you. Yeah, I mean, I would not <laughs> want to walk into Chavez Ravine that weekend. God no. Did y'all see uh, Ben Verlander? Um, I guess it was a TikTok video or a Twitter video. I saw it on Twitter, where he was going around interviewing Astros fans, kind of in a Daily Show esque platform where he asks them you know one question and then the immediate follow-up question is what do you think about the astros and i think he i think he asked something along the lines of can you say something nice about the astros what are your oh, thoughts that was he astros? was asking dodgers fans right yeah dodgers yeah, fans yeah. at dodger stadium and oh, to man. our to nobody's surprise really they they had no comment yeah i mean as Astros fans, we're obviously looking from the inside out. I've met a lot of people that don't really care, to be honest with you. You know, I've I walked all, all around Truist Park twice this season wearing an Astros jersey when the Astros weren't even playing the Braves, obviously, because we don't play the they don't play the Braves at all. Mm -hmm. And literally no one said a word. I actually met a couple other Astros fans wearing Astros stuff, and I had a couple people like say nice things to me. Like I literally no one said a word. I really don't think outside of New York and LA people really care, which is crazy to say. I mean, obviously there's a whole mob on Twitter on, you know, media, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Fuck the Astros, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Fuck. I mean, didn't Chris Bassett, A's ace, say that this was a 
kind of more of a media driven um i mean of like course narrative it is. or backlash yeah. i mean he said it in lesser words but yeah it's it is i mean in general there the astros were not the only team that did this to this manner and everyone I've, I've actually had really stupid conversations with people about this like people have said some like what i mean by that is people have said some really fucking stupid things to me <laughs> and they're like oh well even if other teams cheated they didn't do it to the extent that the astros did blah 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 blah, blah. and that's how much they didn't use technology blah blah, blah. i'm like dude, the red sox literally got caught for the same exact thing and no one gave a shit they literally were using right. apple watches that's technology right like it's and you know i've seen constant the dodgers were caught putting cameras in center field this was caught this was like there's video above this there's the, the yankees letter whatever there's so many things paging michael schwab yeah, I don't yeah, that guy, I don't whatever. But there's so many teams that have done similar things just throughout baseball history. I'm not even talking about the last like since 2017. I'm talking about baseball history. There's even an I don't even know, I don't remember what the player's name was, but there's a player that came out that said Tony LaRusa was using lights in center field in the 80s with the White Sox. Like it's been known that people have been doing this since baseball was invented. And like for you know eggheads in new york and la with jose altuve on their mind 24 7 oh don't get just, me started yeah i don't even want like you know it's it's just like get over it we need to get melanie on the show and set the record straight literally at the end of the day it's just a game and it's a game we all love and i've even thought about this a lot like if i was on the other end of this whole situation where I was a fan of the team that got beat by the Astros. I don't really think that I would be up in arms. Like some of these other people are, I know, like I said, we're looking from the inside out. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's easy to say that. Yeah. I agree. It's easy to say that, but at the same time, the Astros, you know, got beat by a bunch of fucking steroid users in the nineties and two thousands, you know? So like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's sort of a straw man argument at this point. And one thing that I always think about and why I don't really get butt hurt these days about, oh, you know, Astros, trash cans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, We're looking at it from a point of view that this happened four, three, four years ago. Um, to them, this happened yesterday, you know? For some reason, yeah. For, yeah, even though it's been, you know, this, since covid season basically since last year it's been known but now that fans are in the stands it just keeps perpetuating and it gets brought up astros get booed yada yada fucking yeah at this point it's like it doesn't fucking matter just move on yeah i and, agree. and and i hate that we have to make a not make a segment but but at least you know talk in this segment about it because it's still i mean an issue. this is our third episode and we really haven't talked about it yet no to be honest with you and like, know, yeah. it's, it's going to be the hottest topic for years to come, at least Astro, like just in general. And for now, it's just something we have to live with. Like yeah. I personally, it, it definitely used to get to me, you know, people making comments, saying nasty things on Twitter to me personally, like stuff like that just used to get to me. And now it really doesn't like at all. Right. It's just, I'm just numb to it. Like, I just don't give a fuck. All I want to do is win this year. I don't give a shit about 2017 anymore. Obviously, it was one of the greatest feelings 
ever when they won that championship, especially after what happened, you know, with Harvey and yeah, with Amazing. just the just I don't know, the whole city just deserved that, just in general. We just That's, it, it was just a team, of, it was a team of destiny anyway, in yeah. my opinion. I don't even care if they were cheating or not. I think they would have won, but that's and 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 that's exactly why to us fans we know for a fact that they didn't need a trash can banging system for Fuck stealing no. signs Fuck to, no to win a to win a chip you know okay maybe you won't have josh reddick and marvin gonzalez hitting 300 you know um, i agree but that's that that's another thing and maybe a contributing factor to to us winning um of course it was but you know that yeah exactly I mean, but guys, you know, like the main guys, Jose Altuve didn't even like to use it. Altuve so. didn't want to use it. I mean, Correa, I saw that Correa and Springer used it a good bit. I didn't really see that Bregman did. I, you know, from that whole study that that guy did, I forgot the Tony guy, you know, Tony Adams. Yeah, he he did a whole whatever. But Love to have him on the podcast sometime to talk about that. Yeah, I'm not even sure who listens to this to this at this point. So, so you know. your mom, my mom, yeah, my uh, your girlfriend. You know, yeah, that's like about three, it. Like three of my friends are Twitter group. That's about it. Jose, what about you? Bring in, bring in, bring in the fam. They don't even like sports, so <laughs> it's just me. Just I'm you. The only one. Yeah. All three listens last week were, were, were us. <laughs> us three. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. It was actually, I think I know two of the people that listened to it. So, it was, so Good. I don't know where that Good. third listen came from. Probably one of you guys. <laughs> oh, definitely me. I don't know. I don't. I think it's inaccurate though, because I know a few people that listen to it. If you guys both listen to it, then I don't know what that count is. But. I think Anchor maybe uh, they go through like total listens and then uh, special or individual um, listeners. So uh, they, they, there is an analytical, you know, count or measure of how many people hey, listen to the podcast. I saw someone in Ger- I saw someone in Germany listen to our podcast. So shout out to you, brother. Whoever you are, I feel it. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> we love you. you. Yeah, we love you out there in Germany, whoever you are. <laughs> Let's get some predictions for this week. Well, How do we feel with these next I three series coming wanted, up? I actually want to talk about the trade deadline before we got into predictions. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. Okay. I yeah, like that too. So like that too. I'm interested to see. You know, we saw that Adam Frazier trade today. Padres Oof. gave up a few. Padres gave up a few prospects. Nobody super notable. Um, I saw they gave up one of their top five prospects, but I think he was number five. Uh, somebody I've never really heard of anyway. So I don't really know who those guys are. I probably I might need it. I might. I should have known maybe. I don't know. I'm not really mm. huge into deep prospecting. Yeah, especially for other teams. Yeah. But it's hard to keep track. That's, that's interesting. I guess they're going to throw a Frazier in the outfield, obviously, because they got Crony at second. Um, so... That's, that's going to be a scary infield. I mean, that'll that in, that'll be an infield that rivals the Astros at this point, which they already did. Well, no, that infield. I mean, they're probably going to. In my opinion, they unless they trade Hosmer, which is actually possible. I've heard that they might be trading Hosmer. They're probably going to keep the same infield and put Frazier in the outfield. So that whole uh, yeah. that that team is looking scary, you know, because if they if uh, just theoretically if they trade Hosmer and then you got Cronenworth at first, Frazier at second, Tatis and then Machado, that's disgusting on a different level. Yeah. And then, you know, Trent Grisham in the outfield. Yeah, Trent Grisham in the outfield. That even that, but if even if they keep Hosmer, Trent Grisham and Adam Frazier in the outfield. Yeah. Like and Tommy Pham, don't oh, even sleep man. on Tommy Pham. He's he's good. Yeah. 
So that that team is that team is scary, and you know they've they've got one of the best rotations in baseball. I know that Blake Snell has really been struggling this year, but he's still Blake Snell, and you know you Darvish and Joe Musgrove and man, and they've got the guy with the most saves in the league. I if I'm if I'm the Giants and I'm the Dodgers and I'm anybody in the NL, I'm scared of the Padres. Thank God we don't have to go through them. Uh, we, I think we still have to play them one more time this season, which will be interesting, and I'm yeah. kind of nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. I'm scared of nobody. And, yeah. But I'm still scared of nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, Frazier was like one of the only guys on the NL that I'm like, oh, I'm voting for him every time I voted for the All-Stars. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm interested to see who else the Pirates move. I've heard they're not going to move Brad Reynolds, who, in my opinion, was the, is their best player, you know, even with Adam Frazier on their team. Um, you know, he's disgusting. He's looking great this year. Uh, yeah. I've heard they want to build around him because he's younger. So that'll be interesting. I know they're probably going to get rid of Richard Rodriguez, and I'd like the, him, the Astros to go after him, but he's not my number one priority, especially when Craig Kimbrell's out there. And right, you know, there's a few guys I'd like to see the Astros goes at, go after. I've told you guys like what my ideal Astros trade deadline looks like. You know, it's any mixture of these three guys. You know, Starling Marte, um, Craig Kimbrell, and Max Scherzer. If we get any of those guys, I'm happy in any capacity. And if we can't get Scherzer or, you know. Kimbrel, you know, I'd be happy with Barrios. I'd be happy with Richard Rodriguez. We just need some arms, and I think we need a better outfielder. But I'd like to hear what you guys have to think, like about about who you want and yeah, what your predictions we, are. We 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 kind of talked about um, needs of the Astros, and you know, as much as the bullpen. Sorry, I should rephrase that as good as the bullpen was during the Ranger series in which they pitched against the worst offense in the American league in the month of July, I still think the bullpen is the main area of concern. And I would even add the starting pitching in there because I don't know, I'm not convinced about Oda Rizzi come playoff time, even though it does shrink to a four man rotation. I'm also not convinced of Fromber. Um, you know, obviously you have Javier who can come out of the bullpen and start a game if he wanted to. Um, but I don't know. The, the pitching worries me. It worries me against good teams. So I'm interested to see what they do on the pitching side of things. I think offensively, whatever funk we're in um, or whatever funk that some of the guys are in, such as Correa, it's going to work itself out because this offense is just elite. Um, yeah. Historically great. Um, I, I agree. So... I think pitching up, down, left, right is going to be the main area that I hope that they go after, whether it be Kimbrel on the bullpen side of things, whether it be Scherzer, God willing, on the Yo, starting I pitching really, side of things. I really hope we get Scherzer. This this take, this this might sound insane, but when you brought up Odorizzi, you know, we've got him under control for another year, and he Rate could him. be a huge – like trade bait 100%. I, I think that if if i'm a rebuilding team his contract's not big you know he's he's got the stuff if i'm a rebuilding 228 
Some, something like that. Two years, 28 million? Something like that. It's not a lot, mm-hmm. at least for a veteran starting pitcher. And like, if I'm a rebuilding team or even just a seller at the deadline, if I'm the Cubs, if I'm the, you know, if I'm the Nationals, if I'm the Twins, even though he already played for the Twins, I, I don't know about that. But I wouldn't hate to get him as one of the pieces. If I, you know, you know, especially when we shrink to a four man rotation in, in October, mm-hmm. I don't really see Odorizzi in that rotation. I really yeah, don't. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I kind of thought about the idea the other day, just, just randomly when I was watching the game, um, game two, or sorry, game one. Um, I don't think your idea is far from what could happen. I think if you're James Click and you're focused on this team being where it is right now and you're all in on it, then you have to consider all options. Any good GM does. So yeah, I, I would I would very much be open to that possibility if he can get you something back as far as you know, I think when you have Fromber, Granky, um, or Keaty when he comes back and Garcia, um, oh sorry, McCullers, I guess I guess Urquidy will I don't know what Urquidy's gonna be like when he's yeah, back. Yeah, well I just um, Urquidy could be a trade piece too. I know that sounds crazy, but if they're really going after a World Series this year, you know, it's McCullers, it's Grinky, and then it's probably Luis Garcia, considering how lights out he's been. And that fourth spot is really just up for grabs. Mm-hmm. It's it could be a guy to trade for. I mean, if they go with Odorizzi, I'm not gonna be mad because mm-hmm. he is a veteran pitcher. He has shown. He's got some good stuff this year, so it's not it's not the worst possible situation you could have, at least. And, I mean, obviously, no. yeah, you still got Urquidy, who is probably the best strike thrower in baseball. Like, he's just – he pounds his own like crazy. And I, I'm just not sure what they're going to do. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know where they're going to go. I mean, obviously, I'd love that bona fide – for one, one, two starter to just throw at the top of the rotation during the playoffs and just throw Chet, Max Scherzer, Jose Barrios, whatever. I wouldn't be that nervous if we didn't get a starter, you know? For sure. For sure. I think, I think, I think offensively and, and defensively, if you're talking um, position players or pitchers, I think pitchers are going to be the the main thing that they're going to need to focus on um, if they want to improve the team to a level that will um, help us. I yeah, think I think mostly going to come the bullpen. Pretty good. Yeah, and mostly bullpen, mostly bullpen starters. We have some options. It's not like we're strapped. When all the guys come back healthy, we'll have a choice of what to do and maybe move some guys to the pen. Who knows? Um, that's just kind of where my head is at as far as what what needs to be on the priority list. Um, I mean, I agree. I'm July 31st. I just don't see Oda Rizzi coming out of the pen at all. No. Yeah. So he's like the one, like, cause I can see Luis Garcia coming out of the pen. I can see Rikidi. I can see, I mean, obviously Javier's look great. It's just like, you know, Grinky McCullers and Oda Rizzi. Those are the three guys I just don't see coming out of the pen ever. Unless it's a high leverage game seven situation. Right. So I just, I see. I, I, I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I think if we go after a starter, we we move out of Rizzi. That's that's my prediction, 
And obviously the trade deadlines in what, six days, five days. Yep. Yep. So I guess we'll just see, I'm just ready to see some more trades. I'm kind of getting excited. You know, I saw that Byron Buxton didn't, didn't reach a, an agreement on an extension. So I don't think he'll get moved at the deadline, but I think he might get moved in the off season, which will be interesting because he's been tearing the cover off the ball as well <laughs> until he keeps – it's injuries that keep derailing him. I don't know what his first injury was, but I know he got hit in the hand with the ball and fractured – Did something hurt his hand in the in the um, in his second injury. I think he'll be back sometime soon. But we'll just have to see what the Twins – how – like what extent the twins are selling basically right i know like, they're looking to move taylor rogers so that's another pitching option for i us, would I be i would love taylor rogers and i know they just got rid of nelson cruz too they, it just seems like they're in full sell mode hey, which is nice because i like i like barrios i like rogers um obviously buxton but i don't think the strohs are going to get buxton uh just because he's going to want a lot of money i think he's going to want you know star outfielder money which is my might be a little bit more than we can afford <laughs> so totally agree on that um pitching and uh, how we were talking about miles straw going into the playoffs that that definitely needs to be addressed i t- i said starling Marte, and i love that i saw that they were looking I, at him. i love that too agreed he's been great for guy. the marlins he's been great for the marlins this season um Great He's base a, running, great yep. everything. Yeah. So I love the discourse, yeah. but I can't help feeling that we're overlooking Miles Straw or dismissing Miles Straw. I, I didn't. Now I a never part said. of the Miles Straw fan club. <laughs> no. I am standing this fucking man until I fucking die. Now, okay. So y'all need to shut the fuck up about trading Miles Straw. <laughs> I don't. I didn't say trade him, dude. I told you. I told no. you that I think. I think that Jose we, said uh, it needs to be addressed. What the yes. frick do you think that means? <laughs> Just addressed as in like starting wise. He. Well, I, mean, I told I you, I told to you, I would I told love you, him to be on the bench. I told you early in this podcast that I said he's serviceable. And I Definitely. think that, I think that if you want a world series winning team, you need just absolute bangers one through eight, at least, you know, we got, so, <laughs> so okay. So we put Josh Reddick on the field during our years, right? You think, okay, fa- okay, okay. Is, is on that level? No, he's or, definitely or dismissible because he's not as good fielding as Josh Reddick. I don't know. I I just I just need a better bat, man. I just need a better bat. His bat's been great. He's been he's batting over three hundred in the last forty games. He's on a torrid stretch, man. Okay, but when he's hitting, I th- it's just he, he is a regular, in my opinion. He he has earned his spot. Okay, okay I'll give that to you. But I, I just, think he's earned his spot. Now, what he does in the next, you know, what do we have remaining? Forty games. I told you though. Can yes. he keep this up? Can he keep this up? I don't know. It I don't know if he can seen. handle the pressure in October. I just, I just don't know. It's just, it's just a big question mark. If, if, like I told you earlier, if, if he does amazing and he is a 300 hitter in the playoffs and he is above serviceable, then I'll eat the shit out of my fucking words. But as of right now, I'm still I'm holding you not to it. convinced. I'm holding you to it. I he's 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 serviceable. He's, okay, he he's he's done his work on me. I am convinced. You know, I'm not I'm not convinced that he's an all star, but I'm convinced that he is the best option going forward without giving up too much to get something and uh, to replace him with. You okay, know, what I'll I mean? give you that. I'll give you that. I do and agree because be fair. Okay, he is night and day from the start of the season to now. It's night oh, and day. I well, agree. Okay, Fielding, okay, okay. 
I will, I, will, I will rebut that by saying he's had the same approach. He's just having better luck. Yeah. Okay. You can say like the same about Kyle. You can just say like about, Kyle, uh, Tucker. Kyle Tucker. I was about same, to say the same about Kyle Tucker. They've had the same trajectory. They sucked ass in the beginning of the season. Miles Straw could not buy a hit with a freaking quarter, and he's like he's been he's been analogy. great. He's been amazing. Yeah, but more than will, what you could ask for. I will definitely. say this: definitely Kyle Tucker's slugging percentage is definitely a lot higher than Miles Straw. Okay, I'm not comparing the two like you know apples to apples. I'm saying that the trajectory's been similar when they've been slumping and when they've been playing great. That's all I'm saying. That's I, I'll give points. you that. Fair uh, point. These Fair are point. all great points. It's just still, Chris, you win. Okay, you win. <laughs> you win. I'll give you Miles. <laughs> you win. We'll give you I will Miles give Straw. you Miles Straw. But we also give him to you whenever or if he lets us down. We give him to you. But Okay. I'll eat the I, shit out of my words, too. I will guys. eat the shit out of my words, too. So I know, you've been, I know you've said he's been playing great, right? Yep. Just I want, I want you to guess what his OPS is, though. Even it's 670. <laughs> yeah. It's, like I said, Josh Reddick. <laughs> And they're very that, similar. You know, that's definitely below MLB average. <laughs> no shit. Have you looked at him? It's it's just <laughs> it just doesn't have the pop, man. You just have a pop. <laughs> you know, you don't got a pop. <laughs> that's the only thing that's what's, throwing me up. My, what's he making then? What's he making? What are we paying him for that? Exactly. I don't know. He's. I told you he's serviceable, and I'm not going to be upset if he's our starting center fielder throughout the playoffs. I told I told you that. I just don't. I would just like if he fumbles have... a diving catch and and we get walked on uh, or walked off on, then great. I will I will do something. It won't be anything drastic. I will just eat my words and call it a day. There you but... go, and that's all we want. <laughs> we want nothing. I'm not drastic. shaving my head. I'm not getting a goddamn Dodgers tattoo. But oh man. Oh, so let's yeah. get let's get those predictions in. This uh, good idea. We, we've, next talked too much, we've talked too much about my Australia. Let's, let's, yeah, let's get those predictions a in. Bit. Yeah, just, we're like, we got like five minutes left. Yeah, let's get these predictions. <laughs> Best and worst. Go eight games. What you got? Eight games. Yeah. Three Mariners, three Giants, two Dodgers. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let me math your ass. Let's get it. Man, he did get me. He did get me right there. <laughs> it's quick. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow we got Hot a matchup. We got a matchup with the Mariners. Who's pitching? Um, new guy. He's only pitched one game, but he pitched a, a, a gym. So um, I can't say his last name. So I don't want to. I will give me a second. I'm pulling up. I got to pull up all the the pitching matchups and everything. Oh. I got to look at it. You got to give me a second. <laughs> you, you sprung. So we. Were, I got too deep into talking about Miles Straw. I completely forgot to look up who's pitching. Hey, no worries, man. <laughs> I can give you the first three games. I can't give you the rest, though. Okay, I got the first three games. All right, let's okay. look. So we've got oh, Luis Garcia versus Darren. I don't even know how to say that last name. All right, Mick McCock. All right, that's what I'm calling McCock. <laughs> that's okay. That works. So yeah, he's only pitched one game. Um, I see that as an absolute win. The Astros. Actually, wait. Now that I think about it, we get absolutely torn apart by young pitchers. Fuck, I don't even know. <laughs> 